into the It is Wednesday, the 23rd of February. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host, Shane Lee. Shano, how are you? Timmy, I'm good, mate. I get, I get a little bit excited at the end of the cricket season. And just prior to the footy season starting, I like to have a bit of a punt. And I believe your horse is running this weekend. Yeah, obviously with all the rain about, I, uh, I'll be interested to see what he does with uh, Prince Nakoni. But yeah, I've got a very small share in a horse called Prince Nakoni that's one in Goulburn, one in Wagga. So he's one, two on the trot awesome. and comes to Randwick in a highway race. There's, now these are specific races for, for country horses. So yeah, fingers crossed for Prince Nakoni. What odds, Timmy, you think? Oh, they haven't put up a, a, a price field yet, but I reckon he'll be somewhere around that $5 Mark, so you might get a good return if he ends up finishing first across the post, Shano. I'll keep you posted. I will text I will text you what I think in the next coming days. All right, now we have a wonderful charity auction where you can win something. Obviously, you need to pay for it, but it goes to a wonderful cause. It's for the Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation. It's the auction that we've been running. Um, we're raising funds, or they raise funds, for important cancer research and some amazing things there, including a signed Wallabies jersey. It's as simple as going to Afternoon Sport dot com forward slash auction to take a squiz. Novak Djokovic, he's back on court. Glenn Maxwell plays state cricket for the first time in a long, long time. And Latrell Mitchell says, we might as well play Oztag. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. So Shane Novak, he's back on court. No, the Novak Djokovic files. He's back on court, mate. He's back and he's chirping a lot, isn't he? He's got a little lot to say and he's still going back over old wounds. And um, But look, the, the guy's a phenomenal tennis player. There's no doubt about that. Uh, he took on Lorenzo um, Massetti um, and yeah, did, did him comfortably 6-3, 6-3. He never really got it much out of a canter, to be honest, and um, yeah, he looked the goods. It's all going to come down to now whether he's allowed to go into the big tournaments. And um, as we've said all along, he's prepared to uh, not not be vaccinated and miss out on those. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Now, looking at the world of cricket, Glenn Maxwell, this is a nice story, actually. I think we need more of our cricketers when they're not playing at international level to be playing at state level and and, and even at club level, uh, that's how it used to be. And he's, he's playing a bit of state cricket for the first time in quite some time. The first time in two years he's played for Victoria. Chris Rogers is the Victorian coach, former um, Australian opening batsman. And he mm. said it's the first time he's ever coached the Victorian team with Glenn Maxwell in it. So uh, it's a nice return for him. He said he'll have a big impact on, on some of the younger players there, like Fraser McGurk, etc. Um, and the Victorians are a chance of making the one-day domestic final as well. So good timing for him. The reason he's back is because he's actually getting married. Um, he's pulled out of the tour of Pakistan. So he's He's marrying his lovely fiance um, this year. So, yeah, and he, he's done it all year, Tim. He's come back and played great cricket, scored 200s there and, and back playing domestic cricket, which I think is really, really good for our um, 
as I said, the young guys coming through. Yeah, I'd like to see it in Rugby Union as well because mm. uh, they all used to come back and play for Eastwood or Randwick or Manly. Uh, I'm talking about the Sydney competition and, and, and the Queensland Rugby competition. But it seems to be uh, in the current world that they're all in elite camps and uh, yeah. they're either playing for their country or a super team and, and they don't come back because it has it has vicarious um, benefits all over the place for those young people that are coming through as well as helping the team. And on the subject of uh, rugby, um, Brad Thorne, he's, uh, he's likened this Queensland fullback Jock Campbell to Darren Lockyer. Now, that's a pretty lofty analogy. They are, they are big, big raps. And, uh, yeah, Jock Campbell, the, the young fullback, um, he said he, he reminds me a lot of – and obviously Brad Thorne played with Darren Lockyer a lot um, mm. for Queensland – but he said he just has that same sort of elusive, um, has speed and has time with the ball, all very, very good traits. And, um, yeah, it'd be good to see a, a young uh, rugby player coming through with um, with some se- serious talent and serious speed as well because uh, I reckon our, uh, our Wallabies need some, <laughs> some some fresh youth in there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Latrell Mitchell, um, look, I don't know whether after what we saw at the back end of last year with Joey Manu and his enormous uh, suspension – that he should be coming out with these one-liners. We may as well be playing Oztag. I reckon a low profile is probably what you do at this point. It's pretty dumb, isn't it, for Luttrell? And um, it keeps forgetting, too, that uh, when he smashed his, well, one of his best mates, Joey Manu's um, cheekbone and an eye socket um, and former teammate, um, it, it looked really, really ugly. So coming out now saying, I'm going to keep playing hard and you know I should be playing Oztag, um, it's a bit ridiculous. It doesn't seem to be learnt, learnt the lesson. I think people want, yeah, fair enough, it happened and it did happen in a split second, but take your punishment also, but just um, try and be a little bit more humble too and, uh, and and move on, particularly after you smash one of your best mate's faces in. And I think from the PR perspective of the game, if you want mothers to be prepared to let their mm. children play and you want the game to go ahead in the right direction because we've seen so many problems in this area with concussions and older players, uh, you know, affected. Uh, you need to be getting to a point where the game is a lot, lot cleaner. And it, look, it already is, but um, those kinds of comments don't help. Now, Tyson Fury and uh, Dillian White uh, this is really interesting in the boxing world. Mate, they have locked in for a fight in April. Um, Tyson Fury said he had till 6 o'clock yesterday to sign. He said he knew he was mm. going to sign. It's going to be his biggest payday, um, Dillian White. Um, he gets around $8 million for that. Tyson Fury walks away with about £20 million for this fight. And there's another £3.1 million on for the winner. So... Uh, Big, big numbers there. That will be a, a really good heavyweight fight. But uh, Tyson Fury said, nah, no one contact me now. No emails for the next uh, five to six weeks. He said he's going to camp. He really wants to win this one. He's going to really focus on his fitness. It's a good name, isn't it, as a boxer, Tyson Fury. <laughs> now, um, uh, for Australian boxing fans, Harry Garside, we've seen how talented he is. And he's uh, well, he's going to have his first professional title fight in Sydney. He is, mate. Well, he sort of uh, he burst onto the scene here during the Olympics where he won a bronze medal. Mm. Um, he's now turned professional. He's only 24 years old. Um, he's going to fight for the lightweight title. And um, he said he's really, really honoured being a Sydney sider to to have his first professional fight for a title in Sydney. So um, we'll be watching that. He was on the undercard for the Gallant fight, um, I think, a couple of months ago, and he knocked out, knocked out his opponent. So he has got a bit of power as well for a lightweight guy, and um, yeah, I'll be watching that with interest. Yeah, absolutely. Stay with us on Afternoon Sport. We'll be back talking footy, NBA and more.
Now, I've read this story about Jeff Hugel. He was a fantastic swimmer, great butterfly swimmer, wasn't he? But uh, things haven't gone completely uh, clear sailing since the end of his career. And he's come out and talked about shame over a marriage breakdown and, and the drug charges that we read about. Look, I hope he's on the straight and narrow. And I, I often wonder sometimes, you know, when people come out and, you know, they open up their heart in this kind of way. Um, you know, what's he, at the end of the day, he's just another human being who's made a few mistakes. Mm. So I just hope that guys like this can get past that kind of stuff and, and roll forward. Yeah, he's on SAS at the moment, which I'm watching. It's a, it's a good show. Mm. That, and they really delve into your, your personal life and, and they really, ask, I suppose, make you ask questions about yourself. Um, so it's mm. it's a reveal all. Yeah, there's underlying sadness there. He said he had, he had two parts to his career. The first part where he won you know, numerous world championships and silver medal at the Olympics and bronze medal. Mm. Um, then he retired, put on 50 kilos um, and then made that famous comeback. I can and, do that pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he made a comeback and, 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 and won medals after that as well. So, mm. But then he said it was a bra- breakdown when he got caught with cocaine in his pocket at the races and he said the shame of that uh, led to his marriage end. So... He said he just wants to be a really good dad now and um, and good on him for that. And, um, yeah, as you said to me, people do make mistakes, um, but hopefully he can get through it. And uh, he said he had his whole life sort of taken away from him in an instant. How long would you last on SAS? Oh, about four minutes, mate. <laughs> I, reckon I'd, I reckon I'd just lose it at one of the blokes. Huh? I don't eat that porridge. It looks disgusting. Oh, yeah, please. You can't pay me enough. Uh, now, Tom Brady, on the subject of retirements, um, this is, is always going to be a saga, isn't it, when you get the goat, the greatest of all time, retiring at the age he's at. Uh, but, you know, the, this continued speculation swirling around um, – you know, where he's at. Well, I did call it, Timmy. The, the day he retired, I said, I reckon he'll make a comeback. Um, they're sort of saying now, and I don't believe this part, but uh, in his final speech, he talked a lot about the Buccaneers, which is his current team. Didn't mention the New England Patriots, where he won six Super Bowls with. Um, and they're saying now, is there a possible uh, return to Massachusetts to play for New England again? Possibly. Um, I just think that... Uh, Going back to New England would give him a better team and a chance to go out and win another Super Bowl. I don't think he's going to win that um, at the Buccaneers with their current squad. But, uh, yeah, he's a great player, and I think he does have fire in his belly, and he's still got the ability to do it. So uh, I'm tipping a comeback. Every time I hear the Buccaneers, I always think of the joke, where are your Buccaneers? They're on your fucking head. Every time I hear it. I know, it's such a stupid joke. Now, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, What about the cheerleaders at the Dallas Cowboys? Paid three point three million in exchange for silence. Well, no, what this is a this is a different but interesting and troubling story, really. It is, mate. So three point three million dollars they were paid back in two thousand fifteen when um, it was alleged that uh, the VP of Public Relations, uh, Richard Dalrymple, um, was taking photos of them in the change rooms um, and doing some upskirting. Uh, that that's the quote that they used. Um, he says he's totally innocent, but uh, I'm not sure why you'd pay $3.3 million if you were if you, if you were totally innocent. But um, once again, it's only alleged. But uh, yeah, it's big numbers for the girls. And um, if that was the case, they deserve it. 3.3 mil. Uh, now, what about the cars? Daniel Ricciardo believes ex-teammate Max Verstappen absolutely deserved to be Formula One champion. Yeah, I, I read more into this quote, and um, he, he did say that Verstappen absolutely deserved it. He also said that his opponent, Lewis Hamilton, also deserved it. So he said, unfortunately, on that day, someone had to lose. 
Um, but he was sort of more in the Verstappen camp by saying, you know, people were saying that due to the um, the rule change and then him having fresh tyres in that last lap gave him the title. Mm. And he said, well, he deserved to be in that race title throughout the whole summer, throughout the whole season. So he deserved his his win. Yeah, it was a, it was a relatively political answer, wasn't it? Well, yeah. he deserved it, but he deserved it as well. It's like maybe, yeah. maybe uh, Daniel might go into a bit of politics when his career is over. <laughs> now, let's get back to cricket when we finish off today, Shano, with a, a bit of Steve Smith. Mm. I've just been thinking about Steve Smith um, a lot lately. I was thinking how he's going, and I mm. it sort of come to my attention uh, when he had his third concussion. Um, yeah, there's definitely pressure uh, for his spot in the T20 team, and he's never been a real fast score of runs. And I think they'll move in a different direction there. So you'll start to see Steve mm. Smith play maybe only two forms of the game, as opposed to all three. Um, throw on top of that concussions, and he had a pretty average summer from from his standards. And you know he's getting a little bit older, and he's not quite the batsman that he was. And I just think all that he went through with Sandpaper Gate and then to make that comeback and, and play that well last time he played in England um, was a real pinnacle of his career. And I think he's a bit on the slide now. Throw in in the background, Tim, and, and mm. he invested $100,000 in one of his mates' business called Koala, which is a mattress business. It's now worth $80 million, that stake. So, Why oh, yeah, can't we do that? $100,000, and he's turned that into $80 million investment. Mm. And I just think now with that sort of financial backing behind him, um, maybe cricket's not the be-all and end-all. And once you start to think like that, mate, I think you're, you're, you're a bit on the slide with your batting. Yeah, what's that uh, space with interest? Mm. Look, one thing that they really would be banking on is him in that next Ashes Tour over there because we always seem to show – uh, a soft underbelly or have the last, say, two mm. decades. There was a time there, you know, where the Wars and Taylor and all that uh, were, were scoring runs. They could have scored runs with a toothpick. But we have struggled our batting, and he was the thing that held it all together when we, uh, you know, saved the series uh, and he scored a poultice of runs. Yeah, definitely, mate. And, and I think this uh, – I think he likes new challenges as well. And I think this this tour of Pakistan has been the first one in 20 years will be a really, really good challenge mm. for him. Um, so you, you either see him stand up this this series or I think if he struggles this series, we, we, we might slowly see a decline. And, and that could be his last series in England, mate, um, for Steve Smith. But uh, wait and see. Watch your space. Wish he'd rung me about the koala thing. <laughs> That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors in Main Haircare. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We are back tomorrow to do it all again. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.